a world full of mundane podcasts. One show rises from the ashes. Critics are calling it outrageous. Podcasts as we know it will never be the same again. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Welcome to the show tonight. Prepare for an epic journey where every step could be your last. The destination, a place where no maps can show. The mission, to rise above the rest. The danger, unimaginable. The reward, a shit ton of weed and laughs. It's going to blow your mind. This is To Be Blood. So sit back, turn up the volume, grab your weed, get ready to light those blood. here tonight we are powered by hepperco and we have a huge lineup for tonight you guys already know the blunts are stuffed i got not one but two king palms loaded so tonight that means we're gonna be double the high double the crazy double the fucking funny it's gonna be fucking sick and of course joining me my co-host kristen and lou tonight later on we have a very special guest by the name of Sean P. Tehan. He is the author of the big story that dropped today regarding undisclosed potential conflicts of interest for two very high-profile managers of a $200 million, that's right, million-dollar New York cannabis fund, so... Don't go anywhere. That's coming up later. He's going to be here live to talk about that tonight. And, of course, the crew's here. We're going to we gotta settle some shit. Last week, we were talking about Pacific Buffet. Tonight, we're going to crown the king of the buffets here live on the show, amongst other kinds of crazy shit. You guys don't want to go anywhere. If you are on Instagram right now, turn that shit the fuck off. Go to our YouTube channel at 2 Be Blunt Podcast. That's the number 2 B E B L U N T Podcast. 
at YouTube or Twitch, and you can watch the full show in all its glory live. So go do that right now if you're not already. The chat's already popping. I seen Rapid Dave in there, Donna Taylor, Valley Chronic, James Smith, the motherfucking Who That Bud CD, CT Blue Spotter, and more. Y'all already know it's the highest show around to be blunt. What's up, homies? <laughs> what up? <laughs> we are live, as you can see. Our my co-hosts have upgraded their setups over here, real fancy. Again, if you're on Instagram, you ain't seeing this shit. But for those of you on YouTube and Twitch, y'all got some fancy Yo. ass new mics and shit. Sounding real official over here. Lou's got yeah. yeah. Look at that. Hard to argue with the advice, man. I think it worked out pretty well. So. <laughs> Lou, you're ready Good to looks. do the nudes with that voice, bro. That's right, PZ. <laughs> Dude, if you could just do that like the entire fucking show, I would be all about that shit. Come on, like a newscaster, you got this. Dude, exactly. Exactly. You got the voice, bro. For To Be Blunt News, I'm Lou Rinaldi reporting. <laughs> we got to pull up that clip for when you were actually on the news. That's what we got to do. <laughs> Valley Chronic says Lou is the man. Bro, you got fans, bro. You got fans. A fan club. <laughs> James Smith, big money peasy. <laughs> Valley Chronic, who, by the way, if you guys are watching just last week, won the the uh, Bachelor dating game that we had played. Bachelorette, I should say, dating game uh, that we played last week with Mallory. Right? That was last week, I think. Last week? Last week. Right? <laughs> it sure was. Yeah, it was last week. I have no fucking clue what's going on anymore. <laughs> It's been a long week. So I'm still waiting for the update. I want to know what the fuck's going on. Maybe we can have him call in in a little bit. I got to find out what's going on with this guy and this date, right? I got to find out what the first date is happening, when it's happening, if they've talked or anything, you know? So uh, <laughs> I want to know what's going on. That's all I'm saying. I feel like I have a right to know as long, the, along, to rep, along with the rep. audience. We all want to know. Inquiring Exactly. Wow. Donna Taylor has given me uh, a new nickname that I, I wasn't uh, wasn't expecting. But, uh, What's that? <laughs> Do tell. Uh, I missed. If something. you look in the chat, you will see. <laughs> um, what in the fuck? Hey. Time to hey. fuck out. I gotta turn the music down for a second. <laughs> what the fuck is this porno, Lou? Because <laughs> of the voice. Because of the voice. What? Boys. I'm sorry, but are there? Is there like a narrator in porn that I'm not aware of? Because the porn I watch does not have narrators in, in, the, in the fucking shows. I don't know what 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 Donna, what fucking what website are you using I'm to not watch going your down porn? This rabbit hole for you, girl. Please come. I just want to know where she got the idea of porno Lou, like. I, Lou, if you do, have a past that you want to maybe uh, discuss. <laughs> Listen, uh, we don't we don't shame sex work here, and we don't kink shame either. So, I don't, <laughs> I'm actually not even sure what kink shame means. To be honest with you, <laughs> what the fuck is that? I don't know, man. But she's God, invested. She is <laughs> invested in porno, Lou. 
<laughs> Again, I can just imagine, like, you know what? Hold on a second. I got, I got, I just got this amazing <laughs> idea. Your pipes. You know, hold on, Lou. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hook you up real quick, and I want to see if we can actually get like a live, um, you know, example of what porno with narration would be like. Oh, oh for <laughs> sake, this is going down. We're, we're 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 taking a hard turn into uncharted waters here. <laughs> Just listen. I'm gonna I'm gonna find some like '80s porn music. It'll be great. You know. Okay. All right. I, I I'm picking it up. I'm picking. It up. <laughs> Angela stared at the wall blankly. Her face bereft of all emotion. This is porn music from the 80s? This is what 80s porn was like? Oh, here we go. Wait a second. What what would the narrators say? Wait a second. Here we go. We got like a little uh, Michael Bolton. Who plays the saxophone? Yeah, Michael Bolton. Who's that guy? Kenny Chesney? Who does the saxophone? (laughs) Hey, notice there's a dead possum. Hey, did did somebody order a pizza? Okay, that's enough of that. I'm still gonna laugh about porno Lou forever now. Yeah, that's gonna be the new. That's gonna be the new Instagram name. Oh, we haven't even started smoking yet, and this shit's taking a turn for the worst. Bow chicka wow wow. Oh, I got a king palm loaded. It is time for my favorite part of the show and yours, the ceremonial lighting of the blood. King Palm loaded with some banana bread, banana bread, which is a uh, purple kush crossed with Vietnamese black. And we about to spark this bitch up. So grab your weed, grab your concentrates, your edibles, however you choose to get high, get ready to smoke it if you got it. That's it. That's what I'm looking for. Yo. Tony Martino says, Kristen, you def got to renegotiate your contract after this. Oh, shit. Yeah, no, no more getting paid in Jersey Mike subs. There's there's been like an unusual uh you know uh obsession with Jersey Mike's. Uh make sure you guys put in the chat what you're smoking. I'm trying to find out what everyone's blowing on right now. And I see Cookie Pie. D nice. Cookie D-nice, Pie. Yo, shout out to D nice. But what what the fuck what the fuck is that? <laughs> what is what? <laughs> cookie pie. D- what is D nice? Cookie pie crossed with D nice. D nice. D nice um, is someone who has uh, a history in Connecticut cannabis. Uh, is is part of the. Uh, let's just. I, I don't want to say anything that I'm not supposed to say. Okay. Let's just say. Okay, he, but it's it's it's, a, it's 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 a real person. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's it not like human. a strange like she's crossing cookie pie with D nice or something because that's where my brain No, refers. no, no. D nice is a person. Cookie pie okay. is the strain. <laughs> Tony's smoking that Italian ice homegrown. I see primal punch in the chat. I like that. I like that. Uh Valley Chronic, 
you know, could you do me a favor while you're sitting there, you know, yeah. active in the chat? Could you call in 860-384-7110, please? 860-384-7110. I need an update. I got to know what's going on, dude. There, we had the big the big game show last week. She picked The Bachelor. And now I haven't heard shit since then. So I need the update. So I hope this guy calls in. Watermelon granita and strawberry colada. Wow. That sounds really good, too. Where are they getting this crazy-ass strange? Yeah, that sounds banging. Watermelon granita. Strawberry colada. I don't hear the phone ringing. I don't hear the phone ringing yet. I don't hear the phone ringing either. Where the fuck is Valley Chronic? I know you got a phone, bro. We know you're there. The number is literally on the screen here. I probably could make no it. No pressure or anything. <laughs> hey, Valley Chronic. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> although, although some folks have had some challenges uh, in the past with, with getting onto the show. <laughs> what do you mean? More of the backstage thing, not a call-in thing. Oh, yeah, that's right. The call-in yeah. from backstage. Oh, yeah. Legendary. Even Donna says call Valley. See, what is he doing? What is he doing right? He's stalling. The pressure is on. We're waiting for, uh, he said, I'm busy. Busy? <laughs> busy? Where's Mallory, busy yo? Mallory? Mallory? Too busy to call, but not Mallory, busy. your boy not toy won't to call in. That's right. He can watch the show, but he's too busy <laughs> to call in. Uh, Mallory, if you're watching, can you give us a call? <laughs> because I'm just going to yeah, go right now. to the source then. And I'm Mallory yeah, calling. What's happening? Oh, look at Kyla. Kyla's aggroing. No, dude, call in. Tana said, did he puss out? Tana said, did he puss out? All right, at this point, this wow. is straight pressure. Ah, he's got, he's got pressure. The ladies are taking him to task. I love it. <laughs> he's like, he's calling in. Well, we're waiting. Here we yes. go. <laughs> to be blunt. <laughs> Tell me this is. What? You needed a second. It's bad. You needed a hey. second. Bro. <laughs> I got to know what happened since last week, bro. You won the game show. I haven't. Yeah, so. Yeah, that was awesome. I really appreciate you guys having me. That was great. Yeah. Okay. Um, so and? yeah, me and Mallory been talking. Um, you know, she works on the weekends, so it's a little busy. You know, I work on the weeks weekday. So, but you know, we're gonna figure out a time that we're both free, and we're gonna we're gonna do something. Oh, so you guys have talked already? Yep. Yep. Oh, uh, what do you guys think about this? I think it's great. <laughs> yeah. So when is the first day gonna happen? We're, like, what's what's the hold up here? I'm just waiting till she's free. I guess you know. I mean, I'm free on the weekend. She works, so we're just waiting for it to free up. I guess you know. Ah, time. waiting for the stars to align. Waiting for the stars. You know, she's got kids and stuff. I get it. Right. I mean, of course, that makes sense. But I mean, still. Fucking dope. I think you should have your first date the night before Thanksgiving at your hometown bar where it's going to be as noisy and le- I'm kidding. Don't do that. Bro, like, no. That is Don't like literally that. the worst idea when it comes to fucking first Kristen dates. Kristen broke character and that's when I had to abandon the troll. 
that's that's exactly like what I've been at my worst was the night before Thanksgiving. Like you don't you don't want to be anywhere near me on a night like that. Well, used to oh, I'm not I was anymore. A bartender in my hometown, like no, no. That's why that. I said it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was thinking of that exact place. Wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. What are we talking about here? You're like, wait, 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 what is... Well, it doesn't exist anymore, so I think we're allowed to talk All right, about but I it, right? Yeah, why not? I, uh, I worked at R.P. Downey's for, God, I don't know, a couple years. And before that, the Victorian house. I was not a bartender at the Vic house, though. But yeah, R.P. Downey's was like the hometown <laughs> bar in Cheshire. I only oh. got a few shifts bartending. I was mostly a waitress. I was the cocktail waitress in the bar, which was so much better. <laughs> the so bar what you're had saying a... is... Yeah, go ahead, Lou. You were working as a waitress in a cocktail bar. I just got a theme song. Yeah. <laughs> so our man just straight hung up like, Bye. No, that was me. I'm sorry. I, I, like, uh, I thought he was done. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for calling in. We really Thanks appreciate the update. He seemed like he was busy. Departure. I didn't want to keep him longer than he was Thanks needed. Thanks for making time for us, homie. But at least... Okay, this is the same answer. They're working on it. Exactly. They're, they're scheduling. Yeah, this is all excellent. Now, James Smith says we should bring back Bachelor number three. Which one was Bachelor number three? Was he the... Uh, How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? That was the best. Yeah. Fugazi. <laughs> I just poured out random Italian words. I don't even know what the fuck half of it means. And I'm full-blooded. Full-blown Italian, too. Like, my, my father and my mother and my grandparents would all be so ashamed. But, like, I'm literally just... I just have, like, this like this profanity. This swears. That's all I know in Italian, bro. That's all I was ever taught That's growing up. I retained. You know? I mean, that, those are the words I heard most often as a kid. So. Exactly. Dude, when you grow up in a straight Italian household, I mean, that's literally all you get. Yeah. You know? It's it's literally it. You just get the minions all fucking day. About it. Oh know, God, Sunday dinners, <laughs> dude. I mean, I'm Irish and British. I don't have much to add to this. How do, what? <laughs> I'm sure on the Irish side, you must have you know, uh, hardcore parties, right? I don't know. Okay, you're gonna love this. Uh, my mom told me my whole life that I was German and Russian. Senior year of high school, I even wrote a thing on like my ethnicity or whatever, my background. I was German and Russian. Last year, my kid took 23 and me. I surely am not. So she was either switched in the hospital or I am none of those things. Wait. <laughs> so you got to take the test. Correct. Yeah. But handle that. Dude, you should, we should write. I'll, I'll sponsor this. I want to Like, this is incredible news. What are you? So your mother told you one thing her whole life, and then your kid takes the DNA test, and now magically, like, The test it. determined you are the mother. I was going to say, I was she was born. I have a fair degree of confidence. She's mine. I don't even know how that happened, I was there Joe. when she was well, I hope so. <laughs> I was there the whole time. I mean, of course you weren't there. Just, oh, I can't. So anyway, I'm not Italian. Carry on. <laughs> Where are you going? Here we go. Fugazi. I, I made a ship for the <laughs> Hey, you talking to me? We can do this forget all day. I'm walking. Forget in. about it. Here we go. Oh, forget about it. I 
can do it. <laughs> Lou, Lou on it tonight. Donna Taylor. Dude, I think Donna's got a thing for you, bro. Oh, my goodness. I want to oh go. Like, I'm just still going back to porno fucking Luna. So I can't, I'm trying to push this show forward. And I'm having such a hard time because all that's happening in the back of my head is Donna. Like, I think, I think, she's, I think she wants the peace belt. Like a rabbit wolverine clawing at you. Listen, man. Save those thoughts for those lonely nights at sea. They'll, they'll come in handy. Who's going out to sea? <laughs> Lost me on that one. Old sea captain reference. <laughs> oh, God, yo. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm trying to smoke and I'm laughing and I'm just choking and That's I'm struggling. Paradox right there. And I'm struggling. Oh my but, God, yo. Oh. Oh. Listen, I want to touch on a couple things real quick. Oh, I got to change the topic because. <laughs> that is a lot. That is a topic. It's <laughs> the Dead Sea over here, brother. <laughs> Like the Dead Sea Scrolls. <laughs> what? <laughs> Lou, do you think you could possibly turn the Dead Sea into like the Nile? Boy, is that a loaded question? Uh, <laughs> how did we get here? No, what's happening inside? We we smoked weed, and this is what oh, happened. Right, right. <laughs> this is all Donna's Donna fault. Donna went by off the way. in the comments, and I there know. was some weird '80s music. At this point, might as well tell Donna <laughs> to come on camera every week with us. <laughs> because of this Lou fell into his green screen. <laughs> Lou constantly fades into his green screen. Uh, <laughs> no, that's my that's my Homer Simpson into the bushes move. Because there I is no just, green like, screen. Nope, out of the conversation, I'm just like. Porno Lou's got this, yo. Hey. Ganja gal's just hopping on the joke. Yeah. This is gonna stick, you know? This is this is just incredible. Yeah. <laughs> this is just incredible. Listen, I gotta, we gotta switch topics here. We gotta we gotta we gotta <laughs> agreed. Let's just uh <laughs> hold on a second. <laughs> You're pulling up the notepad, aren't you? No, I'm just laughing my ass off. We got to take two seconds, y'all. We got to take two seconds. We're rolling the fattest bloods. <coughs> it's to be blood with PZ. I needed like a reset. <laughs> just... Good, good. Bring this back in. Pull your oh. shit together. Oh, my God. <laughs> It's still that the Demi does Dallas tune in her head. Was that the music? Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. Uh, to be blunt. You know, last week we were talking about, uh, you know, the most epic of uh, Asian buffets in, in Connecticut. Uh, Pacific Buffet. You know, which we're even trying to organize uh, a whole group trip to this place. I, uh... I got a sponsor, by the way, of Say Trees, who is willing to provide trees for the event. So, 
Amazing. Sage Trees, with three E's, by the way, if you follow them on Instagram, uh, has said that they would definitely provide, you know, a bunch, a bunch of uh, greenery for our trip. And what I want to do is I want to get a bunch of people together, and I want to fucking... Jose, there he is. Jose's watching. He's right here. <laughs> exactly. Jose, if you want to call you. in, we can talk about this a little up, more. 860-384-7110. I'd love, you know, for you to call in. And uh, yeah, I know you have a connect there. Maybe we could talk some business there, you know. So that's what I'm, I'm thinking. Uh, we're going to do the big trip. We're going to get all the podcast viewers and all our friends from fucking social media, Instagram and shit. And we'll all get together. And we'll go to fucking Pacific Buffet, yo. We're going to get high as shit We're off the same trees. And trust me, I know. I tried it. Shit's crazy. I tried the rainbow runts, and it fucking knocked me off my goddamn socks. <laughs> Jose said he's trying to cook some curry. Right oh, I'm going to need to know more about the curry. I'm going to need some more details. It might be infused if I know him. He always makes everything infused. Oh, wow. Um, so anyway, so we're trying to we're trying to organize this whole trip, and we we're talking about buffets, and you know, it, I want to know what like the best buffet is, though. Like, not just Asian, right? This is now open to across the uh, the, the entire country, for all I care. Uh, I want to know, or out of country, even if you're listening from you know somewhere else. I want to know what the best fucking buffet is. Like, dude, I mean, we had. We got the, the obviously, all the Asian buffets. We got the Imperial Buffet over here. We got the Pacific Buffet. And what is that? Golden Corral? Is that a real buffet? Is that, is that a buffet? Golden no, Corral? No, that one's not it. on the list. Just, just avoid what, it. what other buffets do we even have in Connecticut other than, like, those two? <laughs> we used to have, like, a bunch of them, and then they all fizzled out. We had like, the Four Seasons, right? And then it was like. Yeah, a lot, a lot of hotels had, like, the brunch buffets, you know, but I don't think a lot of them do it anymore. But why? Why is no one doing buffets? Mohegan had had one. I would say right now I'm going to go on record to say uh, Mohegan Sun has the absolute best in Connecticut, I would say, when it comes to the buffet. Like, have you guys been that's to the casino? Bold, that's a bold statement. What do you mean, bro? Have you been to the casino buffet? Oh, I have. I have. But, I mean, that's that. That's a... Uh... You're going straight to number one. No runners up, just straight to number one. <laughs> when you know, you know. I mean, listen, there's also, listen, there's another one I'm going to bring up, okay? Listen, you guys know about the place in Rhode Island? Listen. You know the one in Rhode Island? The, the Nordic, Nordic Lodge, Lodge. yo? You yeah. heard about Nordic Lodge? Kristen, you know about Nordic Lodge? I'm unfamiliar with Nordic Holy Lodge. Holy shit. No Nordic no Lodge is like, Walking into an all-you-can-eat buffet of the freshest caught seafood, like in the area, a bunch of along with other things, but like literally that that like their whole thing is like they have everything, lobster, crabs, everything. It's fucking a giant, giant buffet. You're gonna want to fast before you go there. Well, I don't don't do that. I don't. You're, you're gonna want to have as empty. Uh, a vessel as possible. If there's you know two I mean? things I don't do, <laughs> there's two things I don't do, and that's fast yeah. and take tea breaks. <laughs> okay, <laughs> right? you can put that right on my motherfucking list right now. There is no fasting. two deal breakers for this guy. <laughs> no, fasting miserable. Gotcha, guys. Says, let's go to Nordic Lodge. I love this idea. 
Yeah. Uh, Tony says we keep RI food on the low over here. Oh, Tony's from <laughs> Rhode Island, I we're guess. Blow, we're blowing up his spot. That's what it is. <laughs> He's like, shut up, you bastard. I would say it's between those two. Now all these Connecticut fucks are going to come in and go to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would, that's going to be my top of the line, though. I think that's going to be our best bet. I think if we're going to do this. It would have to be like I think Nordic Lodge and the and the casino are kind of tied for me, for me. I'm up here. <laughs> Nordic Lodge. I've only been to the casinos. Pa- party smoke bus. Party smoke bus. What is this? <laughs> Tony says he's building a wall and just put all the windows down. <laughs> Tony's building a wall from Rhode Island to Connecticut. He says it's going to be huge. All right, so he's, 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 going, he's bringing the whole thing. <laughs> Building a wall. And I'm going to get Connecticut to pay for it. Do you think it's, we can get, like, a reservation at Pacific Buffet? I think they for a group that size, if we had a good sense of, you know, how many heads we were talking, I think they would do it. They need to know. They just want to rope off a section and let us in there like wild animals. But will they rope off a section for us? That's the question. Like, will they definitely? Only one way to find out. <laughs> no, we're, not, we're, we're not really a side room kind of group, are we? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not a side room kind of yeah. group. You, I want to yeah. be right up. <laughs> Jose said, just pull up on the hosts. Just pull up on them hosts. I got a friend with a school bus, Nordic Lodge. Just, God's just still talking about Nordic. I. I no, we just to we got to go to Pacific <laughs> Buffet and then just talk to the manager and say, yes, uh, good evening. We were told to pull up on you hose. Uh, is, is that does that mean something to you? I like that. We'll go with that. Should we call them now and just see what we could do? <laughs> oh my god. Should we just call, call them live? You want to call air? Pacific Buffet right now and, and see if they'll take a party of like fifty? Like Twitch calls. They're being cranked. I mean, how many people do we think will actually go to this thing? Maybe 30, 40? What do you think? Oh, here's Mal. Mal Mal is officially in the building with the comments. Do they fight for crab legs at Pacific Buffet like the ones in Brooklyn? Yes. <laughs> the Alaskan King crab legs, those trays, people, I'm, I wasn't bullshitting. People will queue up and wait for the replacement tray. And then, you know, they got to limit it to one plate per person because there's some of the, some folks would just literally take it all if they could. And I can't blame them. I don't blame them either. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Nordic Lodge is a legend and a must go, according to Mal. <laughs> That's what they say. But we're gonna start Mal, small. You know, you're always welcome to call in and uh, tell us these things. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Jose that. says they don't even have crab legs anymore at Pacific. Oh boy, yeah, they probably would have had to raise the ticket price by like another ten bucks. Are we gonna like? Are we still gonna go to here without the crab legs? Because that was kind of like a selling point. That's not a like. deal breaker. Is that a deal? Not a deal breaker for love them, but you know, there's like you said, there's plenty of other stuff. All right, all right. So here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna, I'm gonna call them right now. Then I feel like that's not a deal breaker. No. All right. So let's see what happens. <laughs> they have the <laughs> You need like a date. Hi, uh, yes. I was I was wondering, do you guys take reservations? Uh, we only take reservations for big parties, like ten or over. So what if I told you I had about forty people right now that want that I would want to bring down on a like a scheduled day for uh a, well, a, then yes, I would make a reservation for that. All right, but that would be cool. Like we could have our own little like separate yeah, section. Uh huh. We all have right. a, a back room. All right. To, 
40 people. Is your parking lot weed friendly? Because I'm probably going to need to get super stoned before I come in for this event. Um, I'm not sure. I think, I mean, I think so. Could you possibly find out for me? Because I, I have, like, this is a very large group of people who probably would, you know, probably clear the place out, honestly. And I want to I want to kind of schedule this and organize it now if possible. Would it be possible to find out? Because I don't want to get in trouble out there, but I could really bring a bunch of people to this thing. I have a huge event I'm putting together. Um, yeah. Let me find out. Uh, can I call you back? Um, sure. I'll give you my phone number. Sure. What's your number? 860 384 7110. 7110. What's your name? Uh, Peasy. P E E Z Y. Okay. Yeah. I'll call you back. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> this is perfect. Did that really just happened. That's good. She's going to call us back. She's gonna let us know. We'll book this whole thing. We can take. We can have a huge smoke sesh out in the parking lot, and then go up in there and literally clear those fucking trays out. Everybody. She didn't sound offended. She just. I think she wanted to be sure she was giving you accurate information. I don't think she was offended by like any means whatsoever. It's a wonderful land. Of <laughs> <land>. <laughs> <laughs> He's still and and it's like a fairy uh, tale. And coffee milk. <laughs> Yeah, I hope she calls back. The coffee after... milk I'm not down with, but everything else we're good. Yeah. Well, are you down with Dells though? Yes. Are you down with Dells? All right. Dells is good. That, that's that's kind of important. I'll be honest. I'll, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a little controversial here. Uh oh. Their chowder. Their chowder. Their chowder. I'm about it. That's that's all you have to say about that. Pick. Is you're just about that's the chowder? my chowder pick. Rhode Island. Okay. Oh, Rhode. You're a Rhode Island chowder guy. Yeah, man. Yep. Okay. I mean, I don't hate it. I am. I don't hate it. Rhode Island chowder. I mean, I'm here for it. I think that's probably a good thing. (laughs) There is a chowder, like, emporium in, I think, North Haven. Of course you would know Uh, that. Chowder House, it's called. Yes. You got to check it out if you've never been there. Is that near Sushi House? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. No. How many houses do they have down there? (laughs) I found out there's a third sushi palace uh, in like Orange or something. <laughs> really? So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did a little research for the show, PZ. Um, yeah. You know, I I fancy myself a researcher. Okay. And I determined that there are in fact three, three sushi palace locations. <laughs> oh shit! We gotta fucking eat that. <laughs> Tap, tap, tap in. If you got match, bitch, better tap in. Tap, tap, tap in. Fuck a bowl, big judge, bitch, tap in. Tap, tap, tap in. If you ain't got loud, don't tap in. Tap, tap, tap in. I got an oversized bag. I don't mean to brag. I can't help it, I'm just oozing all this swag. Rolling zigzags, popping these tags. Smoking with me will leave you waving white flags. Get high, rapper, you can try to keep up. You so high, now your heart speeds up. Walking with me will leave you doing cush ups. Sipping that purple stuff out of double cup. Burning on the FaceTime, man, I do this full time. You gon' wish it's halftime. <laughs> Said you only try it one time. Used to be your pastime, now it'll be your bedtime. <laughs> Everybody thinks they can smoke me out. Nope. I'm gonna never quit, you can tap me out. Nope. I know what you're about, you just walk this clout. 
choking. Hey, yo, peasy, everybody be like, yo, she thinks she it. I'm that 187 rapper killing bitches when I spit. If you want to witness one of the greatest, one of the realest, no need to look further, because yes, I'm one of the illest. Label one of the hottest, I'm the goat in my city, so don't you ever disrespect me, don't do that, that, that. Don't let my looks fool you, my boys will run through you like a round of applause. Get clap, 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 yeah, I'm cute in the face and I'm slimming the weight. Second to no one, bro, I'm always winning the race. Mention my name in the streets, they gon' say she crazy. I'm psychotic on the mic, but you could call me lady. Lil' Grump, big sack, bitch, tap in. Tap, tap, tap in. If you got match, bitch, better tap in. Tap, tap, tap in. Fuck a bowl, big judge, bitch, tap in. Tap, tap, tap in. If you ain't got loud, don't tap in. Thought we were gonna have to carry tap, it for a tap, second. Tap in. The laughs are non-stop. <laughs> it's TV Blunt with PZ. Tubi Blunt Podcast. No, I didn't disappear. I was just uh, coughing my brains out violently off camera. <laughs> it's a too blunt kind of night. It's a too blunt kind of night, and I'm paying for it. <laughs> yep. Yep. But on a more serious note, we haven't had a little State of the Union addressed, <laughs> as Kristen right. likes to call oh, it. with the voice. Go. A little cannabis news with uh, Lou Rinaldi. Thanks, PC. We begin tonight with... <laughs> um... <laughs> I caught him off guard with that one. Gerald Ford. <laughs> Um, so, so it's been an interesting couple of days with news coming out of New York, our neighbor. Um, yesterday it was, uh, reported that the, uh, the regulator got rid of all pass fail, uh, basically got rid of the requirement to pass a certain right for testing, right? For for um total yeast and mold count yeah i, I believe that it was some microbial i think that that was the one yeah i think that's what i read um, also yeah so they're still going to report it on the label they're just not required to meet a certain uh standard so it's basically up to the consumer to kind of look and hope that they know what they're seeing and are able to like understand what it means i think it's a little bit disingenuous to to kick that can all the way down the road. Right. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of nuance to that particular discussion. Um, you know, I think there's a big disconnect between markets, you know, who have a lot more history, who are used to things, you know, being dominated by outdoor cultivation. Um, you know, I, I don't think they really have a, a in many cases, uh, necessarily a full, grasp of of how different it is out here particularly in states like connecticut and new jersey where it's completely 100 percent mso controlled uh regulatory capture you know straight up and down corporate yeah. cannabis dominance so um more to you know th- th- that is going to be an ongoing conversation for sure i do have concerns about the ripple effect that that something like that could have on neighboring states uh like us 
uh, because the we know the cultivators already have very little incentive to improve their processes right. and to solve solve for root cause when it comes to mold and stuff that they're using remediation to clean up. Um, and now, now I, you could argue that this would even give them less incentive to do that. You know, they're not going to change their stripes because of, you know, because of this. Yes. Uh, so so we'll see. You know, we'll see what the outcome is there. But so that was yesterday, and then today, and the the story that we're here to talk about. Um, you know, there was a there was a two hundred million dollar fund. I don't even really want to. I I, I don't want to say too much because I don't think I'll do it nearly as good of a job explaining it. But <laughs> basically, there's questions about conflicts of interest with the individuals who were tasked with managing this fund, and um, you know, the some questions about transparency, questions about disclosure uh, by the state. So uh, we're we're fortunate. To have uh, the the journalist who wrote this for uh, New York Cannabis Insider, uh, Sean Tian, and very happy to have him join us. And thank you for your patience, sir. It's great to have you here on the show. Hey, no worries. Thanks so much for having me. Actually, it's good to be on a, a Connecticut podcast. Actually, my last job was at the Hartford Business Journal. Oh, really? Oh, wow. No, no yeah, yeah, actually, no I kidding. launched their um, last year. I launched their um, weed industry newsletter. Oh, awesome! Oh my goodness! So, yeah, that's fucking <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yeah, Skyler's well, doing a good job with it now. Thanks, thanks. And yeah, I mean, again, thanks so much for having me. Oh, absolutely, yeah, right absolutely. You had a, quite so, the interesting article that came out, though. I mean, this this whole thing is blowing up the internet right now, and a lot of people are talking about this. And uh, we're hoping you can kind of shine some light, give us like maybe a brief summary, let people know what's going on, who may not be familiar yeah, with the story. I yeah, mean, I you are the author, so red carpet's <laughs> open. Take your, you know, feel oh, free to. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. So. Basically, so New York uh, set up a $200 million public-private fund uh, for social equity projects. And um, $50 million of it is um, taxpayer-funded. And then the fund managers uh, that they selected are responsible for raising the other $150 million for this. And uh, so this fund is going to pay for... um, the first dispensaries in New York, which is uh, part of this program where basically they're putting people who qualify into um, kind of built out spaces to open their dispensaries. Um, like it's a loan program, not like a grant program. But anyway, so the people, two of the people they had chosen to um, to manage this fund, and you know, a big part of that is raising the $150 million. Um, two of them are uh, Chris Weber, uh, the NBA Hall of Famer, and uh, his business partner, Lavetta Willis. And as it turns out, these two have uh, some pretty significant business ties to uh, Cookies, the um, the weed brand. Oh, so it's God. like, you know, a pretty, yeah, yeah, which operates in, um, I think, six countries now. So, and, you know, major US presence. Um, you know, and then, you know, I, um, yeah, I, I've been covering this for a while. I hadn't heard anything, went through all the, um, all the, the meeting minutes for the, um, the state department that is overseeing this fund. And, um, yeah, it, it was never mentioned or disclosed by any of them, but, um, I mean, this wasn't a secret. Like the, my, I, I didn't do much digging. This was like MJ biz reported this and like business insider reported this. So, I mean, it was out there, but just nobody, um, thought there was something they should bring up but <laughs> yeah there's a lot of that there's a lot of that hiding in plain sight uh or you know if, if not laid bare you know searchable through you know publicly public facing means like you know state information you know databases and stuff like that so 
it's good to see a little bit more of a spotlight because what what has been frustrating for me in the advocacy space over the last certainly over the last year it, well it's been 11 months now since the story broke about the the mold in Connecticut and the you know the controversy around that and you know there was there there was a little bit of fanfare early on and then you know the state did its thing which you know got us halfway back to where we were before um but you know there wasn't really no accountability there was no um you know it, it was just like so oops you know shit happens kind of thing and and i feel like if we're treating this if, if we're supposedly using this pharmaceutical veneer right to say that this is a highly regulated highly safe highly tested product um i feel like if something like this happened uh in in the pharmaceutical industry it, you know it would be treated a little bit differently you know so it's it's challenging it's challenging to to try to get traction around this stuff so i appreciate the reporting in that sense because there's uh it seems like there's just this sort of collective unwillingness to hold uh, regulators accountable um, and, you know, to really have full transparency. I, I, like the point you made uh, towards the end of the piece about, you know, the real important thing is just just be forthright and just, you know, disclose up front. If you think there's a, you know, p potential conflict of interest, err on the side of, of, you know, transparency and truthfulness and disclosure. Um, it's not hard to do. And the only reason that you wouldn't want to do it is if you had some reason to obfuscate that, you know, to hide what what is really happening there. So yeah, I'm grateful for, for at, this. Uh, yeah, thanks. I mean, that, that's been a problem that we've been facing at uh, at New York Cannabis Insider, where you know, I mean, like we we we're always writing these like you know kind of negative stories about uh, the Office of Cannabis Management, but like I mean, like neither me nor my editor uh, Brad like you know, we, we don't want to, we're not the you know, negative people. We want to write, you know, cover the industry. Right. But, um, and, and New York really does have the right idea on a lot of things. I think, I mean, they, yep. um, for example, the concept of the, the program for the first dispensary is called the card program, conditional adult use retail dispensary. The concept is basically to have people who have been, um, convicted of cannabis crimes, open the first legal dispensary. So people have been harmed by the war on drugs benefiting first in line, you know, from legalization. So they get so the, they get like a window of exclusivity or how does that? Well, work? I mean, they're they're the um, well, they, they are eligible for these these loans um, okay. that like from the state uh, they, they get kind of placed into um, a storefront where, you know, finding real estate is very difficult yeah. if you're a dispensary and all that. But um, but yeah, like a, a lot of times it's just like they don't tell us things, you know, they don't like they aren't transparent. And like a lot of these things are like, you know, if, if you had just kind of, you know, been forthright about it, I mean, there could have been a conversation and like you know, everyone's on the same page. But, you know, then yeah. something comes out of left we, field after it's done. We are seeing more and more and more of that happening across the board, not just New York. I mean, not just and Connecticut, but like all over. The, the, these backdoor dealings that happen and then people front, right? Like they're, they're this, you know, honest, true legacy, uh, you know, person in cannabis. And then next thing you know, we find out that they're actually, it's not even the case. And now they have these ties to all these other companies that, you know, if people had just been honest from the jump, 
you know, probably would not only help the people's perception of them, which I would think some people would care about, uh, but also I think it would just make the industry a more honest and easy place to work and get involved with. It's just, it's just not the case right now. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean, if you just disclose a potential conflict, I mean, that's fine. Like, I mean, that doesn't mean you can't do something. It just means that like, okay, now everybody knows and you should recuse yourself when that comes up. Exactly. It's just this, this sort of cultural un, you know, unwillingness to, to be vulnerable in that way, you know, like to, it's all about saving face. It's all about protecting that public image, you know, and, and, and no, no appearance of weakness or vulnerability. Um, but it's, it, it's just like, it's this national malaise in this industry where it's the default mode is to be deceptive. And I get that we're talking about, you know, th th we could be saying this about any, you know, element of corporate America, you know, any, you know, re regardless oh, of, of what the, what the vertical is, but, um, you know, this, this just feels like the way that the, 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 the plan that's been sort of replicated and evolved you know across different markets as they emerge um you know whoever's ultimately architecting that is you know they're they're doing it with a profit motive obviously and that's you know that by itself is contrary to what so many people believe and feel about cannabis um particularly as medicine but i think the important thing is that we continue to to hold these people accountable and shine the light on it and report on these kind of things um you know, it's it's challenging to connect. And uh, one of the pieces of advice that I always try to give to advocates is connect with an investigative journalist in your area. Uh, that, along with familiarizing yourself with your state's freedom of information laws, is probably the two best tools that you can have in your toolkit. So, uh, if if you're watching this in a state that uh, is is not legal yet, or where you want to, you know, enact some kind of change in a positive way. Um, Try to do that, you know, try to connect with an investigative journalist, someone who's not afraid to speak truth to power and, you know, do a little digging, do a little research, ask questions. You're going to get you're going to get the runaround a lot. But, you know, I think that's where anyone who's gotten involved in this space kind of started out, you know, asking questions of these people and and not liking the answers that they got. And, and that's how we end up doing this kind of thing. <laughs> Yeah. I have a good question though, uh, for for you, Sean. What are like the negative, the possible like negative outcomes from there being this conflict of interest and them already possibly working with cookies? Like, what 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 could come of this? That's that could be you know potentially disastrous, maybe for the you know business side of cannabis in New York. Yeah, well, I mean, that would put them in a position where they're raising funds for something that would benefit. Um, but where that was supposed to benefit um, competitors, like, you know, these are people with uh, dispensaries and stuff. And it's just like, you know, cookies is cookies is already operating in New York as like uh, as a brand, like not uh, not a cannabis company yet. They're not uh, doing that, but they are selling like uh, like, like apparel, stuff like that. Um, so it, it just places them in, in a weird position where they're like, OK, they stand to benefit from. Th and then also they stand to benefit from things that. Um, you know that cookies is doing because they are financially tied to cookies cookies is entering the market and they're in charge of the fund that is um you know funding the first dispensaries which are you know going to be competing against cookies dispensaries right so uh, so yeah it's, it's just like one of the there's 
a lot of like kind of like just too much cross interest. It leaves like a lot of room for things, which is like, I mean, there's not necessarily in and of itself anything wrong with it. But the fact that nobody knew about it before it wasn't out in the public, it's like, okay, well, then what else do we not know? I mean, and then, you know, knowing that you can make certain judgments like, okay, well, maybe they shouldn't be making this decision on this topic or whatever. But if nobody knows what the relationship is, nobody knows, you know, to question maybe if they're doing something for, you know, their own business reasons yep. or if they're doing something. And, and even, I mean, the people themselves, I mean, you know, you could, it could cloud your judgment, even if you, you know, feel you have the best of intentions. I mean, if, if your own personal, you know, um, m- money's involved, I mean, and you know, the, how, how your business, your business success is in the mix. I mean, you know, people can make wrong decisions or like, you know, be biased without necessarily doing it intentionally. A hundred percent. No. And I liked in the article that you wrote too, you kept it very, you know, it was very succinct and very to the point. And you kind of said it posed potential ethical concerns, but that the state had just left it completely unmentioned. And to that point, when you want to address a potential ethical concern, you kind of come right out in the open and you address the elephant in the room. And so that lack of transparency and clarity, like I fully appreciate people like yourself kind of bringing that to the forefront so that people are aware of it, because I think, you know, we're very engaged in cannabis industry news and, and culture, for lack of a better word. But I think the average person will just glance at that and be like, oh, cool. Cookies is involved. You know, yeah. I saw their backpack. Yep. You know what I mean? So it, yes. it's really important to try to like hit that, just like plant that seed, because a lot of people are like, oh, that brand is really cool. And you're like, yeah, but this is what it could do. So yeah. I like that kind of just like really hitting those, you know, breaking it down. I don't want to say like simplifying it, but that's almost what you did. You just broke it down in a way that's like, this is why, this yeah, is why you should pay attention. Yeah. I think the scary part is that nobody's talking about it. He's like, yeah. <laughs> the fact that Sean's the only one that brought it up and that this is just sitting on the back burner. Otherwise, I think that's, that's terrifying. You know, yeah, well, that's where, like, it was one of those things where it's like, I mean, I kind of like read this stuff like a while ago but was like yeah. just but you assume like i was like it, it's out there to this extent i mean people got to know about it like it must be something that has been dealt and then you look in, it's like no they <laughs> it's just something they kind of left out my biggest takeaway from this is i'm reminded of of a quote uh the appearance of corruption is just as pernicious as real corruption itself and you know that's that's where you end up when they don't disclose you know in a forthright kind of way um you know people start to ask questions you know they don't get a definitive answer and then hopefully you know a story like this or something you know will be published that it just it's it sucks that it takes that kind of you know almost like like public shaming to get some sort of official statement or acknowledgement and that's what we run into so much is is just the stonewalling um but you know avoid the appearance of corruption you know, just disclose these things up front and let the chips fall where they may. And more importantly, do your due diligence when you're vetting, you know, your your potential business partners and, and you know, get a sense of where, you know, where those lines are and, and what conflicts may arise. And, and, you know, try to, again, go upstream and try to solve it as close to the source as possible. Uh, but, you know, it's it's not going to stop. It's not going to stop. But one Another thing I learned from from this article is. I saw, I remember seeing the pictures of the cookies location in New York city opening. I didn't realize it was just apparel, uh, just a clothing store. So, um, <clears throat> that was good. That was some good context there. Cause I was kind of scratching my head. Like 
I know there's a I know there's like two dispensaries on every block in Manhattan now, but like <laughs> I don't think cookies can just roll in and and post up and just start dealing there, you know. So I can't wait till there's two dispensaries on every block anyway, here. Anyway, because kids rock their gear, you know, so they're already yeah. like, yeah. Nah, do you market to kids? Their so, marketing yeah. is so fucking like perfect <laughs> that everyone knows about the brand, but half the people have no clue that it's for weed. They just think right. it's like, they just think it's like a cool, trendy brand right, you know and that's right. and that's the crazy Fashion part it's kind of brilliant but like they get a little regardless. <laughs> yeah sean you have a like a website or anything people can find you on bro uh so actually my twitter handle is uh at sean p Tian. uh and then uh we you can uh read all our stuff on um uh, this is we, we got to get like a direct website because right now we're at newyorkupstate.com slash ny cannabis insider oh my gosh um yeah yeah or although you you could also you could also just google uh ny cannabis insider and then click on the link and then that'll lead to uh, yes and you can follow them on twitter also uh at yeah, NY yeah we're, we're working on you know we, we started we just launched in uh march so yeah we gotta uh kind of um get you know more accessible tech i think we're yeah, like, or at least like a, you know, just a straight up website. Like, yeah. <laughs> I get. <laughs> <can> help. <laughs> if you guys need help, just let us know. We'll hook, we'll hook you up. <laughs> yeah. We appreciate you and Brad. Please keep up the great work. Yes, man. And really, thank you for coming on. It's uh, awesome having you on here. Hey, thanks again for having me. It was uh, really fun. All right, Sean. Have a good night. Thank you. Yeah, have a good one. <laughs> Poor Sean, he can't even smoke. He's sitting there chilling in a hotel room. Poor dude's got to hit a vape pen. <laughs> oh, man. I've smoked two blunts, and this poor guy can only hit a vape. I feel bad. <laughs> that was cool of him to, to come on from the hotel. I mean, he's he's traveling for business, and he, he made time for us. So Yeah. No, that was great. Sean. Kristen, you're right over there? Now, my microphone is starting to tip, but we're we're chilling. <laughs> are you okay? Are we, having this, are we having a problem again? <laughs> Like the Titanic in slow motion. I know. Allow I me to share with thing. the class that last night we did like a test run, the three of us, with myself trying to hook this thing up. And my God, I was not at my best. Let me tell you, I 100% regret not hitting record in here and filming <laughs> that entire session because this poor girl is sitting there woman i'm sorry is sitting there with the microphone and she's like up down spinning it i'm trying to explain to her what it to look like this but all every time i look over it's fucking like, and it's coming in at like a the stand was flip flop backwards and I was like, what's going on? And I'm like, Chris, you got to turn the other way. No, the other no, way. No, I'm not even going to lie. So no, the other way, Chris. My mic is muted. I'm like yelling into the abyss. You guys are trying to read my fucking lips on the screen. <laughs> well, she, yeah, she didn't know she was muted. And and at one point, I think I said, blink once for yes and twice for no. <laughs> It was awful. It was awful. But you stuck with it. You stuck with but it. But here we are, and I have a microphone now. Yeah. So this is very I know. It's so fun. fucking it fancy. Super legit. Very professional. Yeah. You know, speaking You look of, like you're in a studio. I know. Well, she oh, she is, though. The Batcave. Yeah, yeah, the Batcave's sick, bro. We got to get you one, Lou. I'm really, yeah. We're going to get you a bat cave. Right? Like the bat that would require me to not live in squalor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in my <laughs> Oh no. 
It is a studio. We are in a studio location here, folks. I have been struggling like this entire time. Like just coughing my brains out off these blunts. I don't know what the fuck's going the on. Madam's Lounge. <laughs> Thank you there for highlighting is. that. Is this after like the new? Is. is this the after show? Is this after hours with uh, Kristen at the Madam's Lounge? After hours in the Madam's Lounge. Hosted by Donna Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like greet, Delilah. She'll greet you at the door. <laughs> the, if I'm going back to the Madam Lounge, all I'm saying is. <laughs> Welcome what to happens the tonight? The Madam's Lounge. We're so glad you could join us. <laughs> We're keeping everything really cool here at the Madam's Lounge. Anyway, I have a wonderful microphone here and fabulous background. <laughs> <laughs> the lounge needed a microphone, and now it has one. Oh my God. <laughs> now I'm choking. Thanks a lot. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that to you. That was <laughs> the Madam got me along with porno Lou. <laughs> you know, so like. So if you're new to the show, ladies and gentlemen, this is <laughs> welcome. You know, what's crazy is we had so many things on the list I wanted to talk about today, but like <laughs> save them for next week. <laughs> we never needed it. I, wanted, I really wanted to know about the flamingos, but we're going to have to wait till next week, I guess. We can save that. We can that save it for next week. Uh, Lou, uh, you want to announce our guest for next week? Oh, yeah. Right, right. So uh, <laughs> you, you might know that uh, the Connecticut Social Equity Council met earlier this week, and they approved... Um, they changed their minds about some previous decisions they had made, and uh, one of the one of the licensed winners is going to be joining us on the show next week. Connecticut's only legacy cultivator. That's from their bio. I didn't. That those aren't my words. Okay, the base is killing me. Who is it? <laughs> it is Ripple. Ripple Wellness. Ripple Wellness. Yeah. What was the guy's what was the name? Terry? Tyler. 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 <laughs> Terry Tyler. Tyler's actually really cool. He has he has testified um, back when they were still doing the, the meetings in person. Um, nice. he's he's made his voice heard and uh, he's he's got quite a story and uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a great conversation. I can't wait to Awesome. Tyler I'm from Ripple on next week. That's can't right. wait. Lou, what was the two big things to be an activist? Number one, investigative journalist, and what? And the other one was to familiarize yourself with your state's freedom of information laws. So you may have heard of the Freedom of Information Act. It's basically a way that you can um, file a request for, for public records or public data information. And if, at least in the state of Connecticut, if you don't get a formal response within 30 days, you can escalate it to a complaint, at which point the commission will review it and... Uh, a formal complaint. You know, yeah, try to force their hand or, or whatever they do. I don't know what, you know. They, they do what they do, and they've done a great job, at least here in Connecticut. So shout out to our state's Freedom of Information Commission, Tom Hennick. Um, keep holding it down over there. But yeah, those are the two things, investigative journalists 
and freedom of information. There you have it. Well, there you have it. What's good, Rapid Dave? Thank you for joining in in the last minute of the show. Appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> and the first minute, too. So that was cool. Yeah. <laughs> the bookends. Shout the book out ends Strikeout Beer. Check them out on Twitch and YouTube and everything else. Strikeout Beer, part of the PartyCast Network, of course. You guys already know. It was a hell of a show. We already got next week at the big guest. So make sure you guys put that shit on your schedules. Make sure you find us on YouTube. You can now use our handle at To Be Blunt Podcast. That's the number two B E B L U N T podcast. To find us on YouTube, make sure you subscribe, ding the motherfucking bell, and get ready for notifications every time we are live here. Uh, from myself, Kristen, and Lou, we will see you next week. Same weed time, same weed channel!